0: Hey everyone, Rory and Kit here from This Paranormal Life. Howdy. We know it's been a little bit of a weird couple of weeks recently with people working from home, self-quarantining. So we thought it would be a good idea to release a bonus episode from the This Paranormal Life Patreon back catalogue to you, the public, to keep you entertained. If you do enjoy the episode, there are 28 others uploaded on patreon.com, so definitely check it out. Make sure to keep safe, keep investigating. Damn right. And we will be back on Tuesday for a brand new paranormal tale. Enjoy. And I've got an incredible story this week. Have you really? I got a great one. Because the whole thing is you know, obviously every week we do our weekly episodes. And it's your run of the mill, watered down paranormal story. Oh, I'm sorry, watered. This guy saw Bigfoot. Is that how you describe our, our, frankly, award winning podcast? It is an award winning podcast, but it's also Uh, most watery. That's what. That's the award we should have got. Wow. You know, every week we say it's a commune. On the bonus episodes, it's just a cult. It's a cult. It's a full on cult. (laughs) Welcome you to the cult it. cast, y'all. <laughs> you knew it the whole time and we knew it. We didn't want to say it on the water cast. So, <laughs> so here we are. This is, this, there's no water,
1: all sauce. This is the hot sauce.
0: Well, it's interesting that we're talking about interesting liquids because that <laughs> is actually going to be our main focus on today's. So this is the non-water darn cast, yet it is the first liquid-based episode in history right it's, i can understand how this is very misleading this is the non-watered down first episode on a water-based paranormal case you enemy me mixed messages man let's get stuck in it's july 19th 2018 holy shit that was like last year a year and a week ago your much. birthday no less it was yeah and we're in ancient egypt where a construction company is working on a new building site. While digging deep into the ground, one of the construction workers noticed something in the dirt. It looked like a hard stone that had been chiseled at. So he cleared more and more of the dirt away to reveal a human face staring back at him. What? Yeah, that's not what you want to see on the job. (laughs) Absolutely not. Him and his team carefully cleared the rest of the dirt and lifted the object out of the ground. It was a stone carving of a human head broken off of a statue. Now, when you're a construction team in the the Egyptian desert, this is either the best or the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Because either this is the start of some sort of undiscovered ancient tomb filled with riches beyond your belief, so you don't even have to make the the building anymore. Whatever you've hit the jackpot, or <laughs> which is
1: your dream as a builder
0: is enough to build a building because it's pretty hard. It's really hot out there. You got sand in your eyes, sand in your ass crack. You don't want to be doing this thing. So as soon as you find this 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 head in the ground, this could be a. It's like buying a lottery ticket, pretty much. Because what's a little south of the head? It could be the rest of the body, or sure. it could be a. a pharaoh's amulet worth enough to buy a a new building you don't even have to build it
1: i'm just imagining this builder just seeing the head and being as an egyptian builder being so used to this that he just grabs its jaws holding each each side of its teeth
0: rips the head in half
1: (laughs) picks the one gold tooth out and throws the rest of it in the ground and gets back to building
0: because they're used to finding this stuff well, the problem is as well, I mean, there's also the chance that there's it's nothing, it's garbage. Right. And now construction has to be halted, probably for weeks and weeks on end, while archaeologists excavate the site to make sure you're not putting your jackhammers through a pharaoh's skull. I don't know anything about archaeology, granted, but I'm
1: about to tell you uh, <laughs> a bunch of shit as if I do. But uh, whatever Welcome to I, the podcast. <laughs> whenever I've seen digs on TV... I understand that industry, such as construction mm-hmm. and archaeology, they don't really get on with each other. Because usually the contractors have a contract to get a building done by a certain date. So whenever pesky archaeologists come in saying, Oh, oh no, the the, the uh, Prince Tutankhamun's remains are in this area. We need to halt construction for just a few days for... Shut the fuck. Kung, he shoveled. We need to build a bowling alley here by tomorrow. <laughs> we have no time for this historical crap. It's old. It's in the ground. It's done for. <laughs> and so there's kind of that that tug of war between the two factions. And very often, um, in different parts of the world, historical and archaeological sites can get steamrolled, literally concreted over. Yeah, by uh, industry.
0: It's very true. Luckily, this wasn't the case in this situation the archaeologists come in and they take over MIB style of course you know they rock up there and you know it's one of those cliche moments where the construction workers are like who are you guys and they'll introduce himself he be like he doesn't have a badge he'll, he'll like flash a fossil or something yeah because he's like
1: because they don't have any authority
0: Jack Diggins <laughs> I'm an archaeologist and we just took over this site. And then the digger's like, well, no, we're in charge, not anymore. And, you know, the archaeologists behind them are seizing the shovels, taking over the whole operation. Which is good, because we need to find out what is going on at this site. <laughs> so the team begin excavating the site, carefully digging deeper, deeper into the earth. And that's when they hit it. The hard rock of a tomb. A tomb? When the dirt was cleared, they were staring at an enormous... 3 meter long sarcophagus. Oh my god. This is this is the the holy
1: grail. This is the jackpot as you say. This yeah. is if you're in Egypt and you're digging into the
0: ground, this is the best thing you could possibly find. Oh 100%. It was the largest ever to be discovered in the city as well. Really? Yeah. This thing is enormous. Actually, I actually have a picture of it here. We god, should check damn, out. Damn, let's see. Look at the size of that. Yo.
1: So that actually looks uh interestingly if i saw that i wouldn't necessarily guess that that was that old yeah if i was a digger if i was a digger if i was a builder or a construction site worker and i came across that i wouldn't really know what i was looking at thank god these guys were there
0: yeah it's not necessarily as ornate as you would imagine a a sarcophagus would be especially when you talk about pharaohs of legend who were buried in pyramids and you think of like You know, them being buried in those rooms, literally glowing with golden coins. This is very much, it looks like a slab of dark rock. It's quite ominous looking. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The archaeologists were extra excited because it looked like the sarcophagus had been completely undisturbed since it was buried.
1: Yes, because I think we've talked about it before in the cast, but uh, sadly, a huge problem with Egyptology and archaeology in ancient Egypt is everything's been raided by grave robbers oh, over yeah. the last few thousand years. It's like apparently surprisingly difficult to find anything which has not been looted. Which is
0: is quite funny because obviously, you know, I don't know a lot about the ancient pyramids, but I do know that they built them in the desert to get away from pirates. I mean, that was the whole thing. Let's put them as far away from any source of water as possible. Little do they know there's sand pirates. There's land pirates just as willing to plunder anything that they can find. These pyramids, these ships of the, the land are being raided by sand pirates.
1: At some point in the last uh, couple hundred years, pirates realized that they didn't have to live at sea. Yeah. And actually, if they came ashore, life was good. Uh, and they could <laughs> do many of the same pirate activities and wouldn't have to worry about sailing all the time it
0: was the best ever discovery by the most barnacle encrusted sandy sea wind blasted pirate the day he stole something on land yeah he couldn't believe it he was like we can do this we can do this on the earth YAHAR! dock the ship boys we're going to the pyramids and they all they all took off i think that's when they actually parted the ocean Right. Uh, in the bible in and went, the bible
1: somewhere. <laughs> went
0: straight down the middle
1: pirate taking a bite out of a live chicken he's like you see this crew it's a
0: land tuna <laughs> now judging by the shape area color and design they believed it was from around 323 bc damn a few thousand years ago when interviewed the team said We are hoping this tomb may belong to one of the highest dignitaries of the period. The stone head is likely that of a nobleman in Alexandria. When we open the sarcophagus, we hope to find objects inside that are intact, which will help us to identify this person and their position.
2: Wow.
0: Now, the main problem with the sarcophagus is that this thing was big. It was heavy, and it was buried pretty deep. You couldn't just slide down a whip Indiana Jones style and push this lid off. It was going to take a massive team to get this thing open. So for the next few weeks, more people showed up with cranes, equipment, and everything they needed to open up this sarcophagus. They also recruited mummification and restoration specialists to ensure the contents that were about to be exposed for the first time in a millennia were preserved wow
1: because you have no idea what's in there or how it's preserved yeah but you do know as soon as you pop that lid that thing's gonna age like milk
0: ladies and (laughs) gentlemen because i don't know a lot about the science behind you know something that has been sealed off for that long um being exposed to the new world and all the germs it has in it because in my head it's like indiana jones style drinking from the wrong cup You know, you just turn, you age incredibly fast. You Mm -hmm. turn to dust and kind of fall apart.
1: Yeah, they like show that in the movies, right? Where you might open the sarcophagus and it looks incredible. But as soon as you go to touch it, it just crumbles in front of your very eyes. Yeah,
0: you're trying to pick up the amulets and they're turning to dust in front of you. You, All that sweet, sweet pharaoh gold is just crumbling into ash. I would be extra careful. I think the mummification guys is a good start. I think you should also probably enlist a wizard to, to cast some sort of preserving spell uh, oh. on the sarcophagus. Just cover all the bases. Yeah. Wizards, a warlock, a witch. These are all just, just magic all magicians. <laughs> uh, magician as well would oh, be Oh, sure. Clown, maybe, while we're at it. A paramedic. In
1: case something inside needs resuscitated. Maybe some sort of um, mechanic. We don't know what's in there. There might be some sort of ancient mode of transport. Some sort of ancient motor vehicle in there might need repaired. Yeah, I think Um, you're going
0: to want a bomb diffuser in case there's explosives involved i think you're gonna want a bomb maker in case there's something that needs to be killed yeah definitely have at least 20 people with loaded guns pointed right at this thing we need at least
1: one veteran general who wants to nuke this thing as soon as they open the, the sarcophagus
0: and one general veterinarian just in case it is a mummified cat of some sort that leaps out with its claws ready to go (laughs) which actually we don't need the vet for because we're probably going to shoot the cat so it's fine yeah i know they turned to the vet like how do we kill it i don't know i only know how to save cats (laughs) um you just you got to be careful with these things that's what i'm trying to say and obviously these people are now obviously as soon as the locals got hold of this the people started throwing around the c word curse course but local reports suggested that officials from the ministry of antiquities mocked suggestions that the sarcophagus could unleash evil forces or curses when opened claiming that there were no inscriptions on the coffin that would suggest the bodies belonged to members of an ancient royal family
1: i love that line of mocking they're not mocking the idea of a curse they're like of course it's not cursed Dumbass, there's no magic
0: inscriptions even on the thing. Yeah, it's kind of a weird sentence because they're almost acknowledging that, yeah, there's a cur- There's a couple cursed sarcophagus out there, but it's not this one, you idiot. Do you see the skull carved on it? No, there's a happy face. This one's fine. After weeks of preparation, it was time to open the beast. What was inside? A lost pharaoh? Golden artifacts? Ancient tablets? With the team ready and everyone gathered around, they slowly lifted the lid off the sarcophagus to reveal three skeletons floating in red sewage water. Three skeletons? Three skeletons. Wow. Initial assessments showed the three skeletons were probably soldiers, with one of the skulls showing evidence of being struck by an arrow. But the lack of death masks, precious metals, amulets, or anything else meant the bodies were unlikely to be royal. Not exactly the gold mine you were hoping for. Not exactly. Let's be
1: honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's still pretty intriguing why these soldiers, as they say, not from a high birth, as they say, not royalty or dignitaries of any kind, why they were buried together in this quite large sarcophagus.
0: Yeah, because I don't know. I haven't seen anything to suggest they were... In the same family or anything like that so maybe that was commonplace maybe they did they're short there was a sarcophagus shortage they had to kind of just cram people into the same one
1: it's essentially the equivalent of whenever you go to starbucks and order a tall latte and then they yell back we're out of tall cups do you want the venti cup and i'm like fine it doesn't make a difference i guess if you're willing to give me the large cup yeah fine
0: And then they're like, we're actually short of those cups as well. So we had to put three of your coffees into one cup.
1: Okay, I guess that's fine. Also, we're actually out of coffee and indeed venti and tall cups. (laughs) Can we put this red ancient soup in a (laughs) stone sarcophagus? I'm like, is it still £2.90?
0: Yes. (laughs) Fine. Fine. All right stone sarcophagus red juice for jory at least get my name right come on (laughs) they've signed the side of it jory now obviously the whole point about mummifying a body is that it preserves the body and stops it from completely decomposing right but the examiners believed that the red liquid at the bottom of the sarcophagus had leaked in through a crack on the right side and caused the mummies to decompose. Oh,
1: interesting. So in a normal, good sarcophagus, yeah. uh, is the idea that it's... So they obviously mummify the bodies, they use whatever chemicals keep them preserved, but I guess it also then has to stay dry, nothing can get in that would affect them.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's hmm. a very, very strict procedure where i think like you know any water in there is really going to it's going to ruin the whole thing because that's bacteria that's germs that's things in that sarcophagus they're going to eat and dissolve a body mm. over time especially after a millennia yeah, that'll do jesus. it jesus so they removed the skeletons lifted the coffin out of the tomb and cleared the site there were no golden artifacts or jewels found no ancient secrets it seemed like the whole thing was a bit of a dud but What if the real treasure was in front of us the whole time, Kate? What? What if this red sewage water wasn't water at all? What if it was something more? Some sort of mystical mummy juice that's powers activate, but only when you drink it. Okay, who... Why would anyone think that?
1: Because you you didn't even just say it was like a ancient liquid like a mummy liquid like an ancient egyptian liquid you went out of your way to say it was sewage water
0: that is what the scientists are calling it the archaeologists they believe they have every right to assume it is sewage water it's disgusting red rusty looking water rotting at the bottom of a sarcophagus
1: we've we opened it up and all that was inside was like a toilet mummy in a stupid sewer water. It's like, I feel like you're just upset that there wasn't any good in there.
0: Yeah, you're upset it wasn't a lost pharaoh. And that's what's happening. These people are so, they were blinded looking for gold coins. They couldn't see the the goldenest coin ever. Okay. Mummy juice, okay. Mummy juice, my friend.
1: Okay, so it's not sewage uh, runoff anymore. It's mummy juice. It's straight up mummy juice, which is an uncomfortable phrase, I will say. We're
0: talking milf juice right here, folks. Okay, let's knock all sarcophagus up milf juice. This is the (laughs) original gamer girl bath water. Those scientists should have bottled this shit up and sold it online. Well, it wasn't long before a change.org petition appeared online with the title, Let People Drink the Red Liquid from the Dark Sarcophagus. very quickly. How
1: did this... You say not long. Like, how did anyone even find out about this? Why why did anyone
0: know about the juice? So, reports came out as soon as the discovery was made. And all the scientists... Obviously, they were saying, oh, we, all we found were these three skeletons and some mystical mummy juice at the bottom of the sarcophagus, Okay, which they obviously are trying to build up as no big thing. But us, the people with our eyes open, we can see what this is. I just feel like it's weird if it, if it's just
1: water. If it's sewage water, why even mention it if you're the scientist? I think because of a lot
0: of the pictures that were released, obviously, when we think of a mummy, we think of a very well-preserved beautifully wrapped, uh, very dehydrated, dry mummy. Okay, we get it. No juice. (laughs) No juice at all. But this was three skeletons soaking in this forbidden nectar. This This tantalizing red
1: soda you went from sewage to tantalizing nectar can i see an image at least of you, the juice
0: 100% your mouth is gonna if water is at the sight of
1: this juice i am. what i am expecting is a delicious kind of bloody mary uh style cocktail if you will floating at the bottom
0: not far off not far off i mean because when, when people say sewage water i mean that sounds it's not doing it any favors it doesn't sound really great at all but I want to go ahead and say it. This looks delicious. This ancient monster energy drink looks freaking delicious. You've
1: changed your mind since you started telling the story about what you think about this juice. Take a look at this. This is basically Powerade. All right, folks. I'm just looking at the sarcophagus. You will f- die if you even touch that water. I mean what's really scary is just how red it is why is it so red it's so
0: red i don't even think blood is that red
1: it's the color of fake blood yeah if you put food dye red food dye in a sarcophagus full of water (laughs) and skeletons and skeletons that's what it would look like yeah it's a little bit see-through but it's quite murky and i cannot stress how red it is
0: it's strange because um You know, as we said, they're claiming it's sewage water in a in a sarcophagus that's been sealed for 2000 years, over 2000 years. That does not look like the color of any type of sewage water, let alone one this ancient.
1: I know I don't understand how science works. I don't understand how any water is sitting there for 2000 years.
0: Yeah, I don't actually understand that either. The petition was created by a Scottish game developer called Innes McKendrick who worked on such big titles as No Man's Sky. Oh, shit. He stated in the petition, we need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink so we can assume its powers and finally die. I'm sorry, an energy drink that makes you die? He's just propo- he's spitballing here. Obviously.
1: I think, I think he, he's just saying whatever he needs
0: to say to get the f- liquid. To get it sold, yeah to date the petition has over 35,000 signatures Wow all brave paranormal enthusiasts volunteering to drink the mummy juice and find out what powers it contains obviously
1: I mean I don't know why I was surprised that innis uh, comes from the pedigree of developing for such games as no man's sky a game about exp- the beautiful infinite nature of the universe the the beauty, the purpose in discovering an infinite universe of going out there as a solo adventurer and seeing all that the world has to offer. Yeah. It makes perfect sense that he would be the one to say, there are <laughs> treasures here on Earth that we need to discover before we start going into the space.
0: Yeah, and if he wants to see what... If he's making a game about exploring what the universe has to offer, the universe is offering us some bright red f- mummy juice. juice. Yeah. And he wants to drink it. I, for one, salute... Uh, That's some Galactic 12 uh, mentality right there. Innes, you just made the cut for the Galactic 12 because you best believe they're serving the liquid of the dead on that spaceship. Because, you know,
1: back in the 60s, people had the opportunity to make history. Two great men made, you know, the one small step for man, uh, one giant leap for mankind. They went to the goddamn moon. Yeah, They did what what had never been done before. I truly believe that... uh, if Buzz and Neil were younger men and they were on the ground in Egypt today, they'd be drinking that juice. They they'd be saying the those
0: words right before they drink that juice. One small sip for man, one giant slurp for mankind as he f- shots back. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like link their arms and take a shot each. Chasing it with diet vanilla coke. i i I completely agree with you i completely agree with you think about the the first guy who went down on his hands and knees and sucked on a cow tit people probably thought he was insane you're drinking a cow's milk and maybe he was maybe he was but these are the sorts of things that human beings need to do to become the intergalactic egyptian time traveling pharaohs that we were always meant
2: to And 365 Day Returns.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest.
1: Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus,
0: that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings.
1: This thing can read my mind.
0: Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest,
1: like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp
0: together. Give it a shot. And whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Paranormal Life. B. Now, this eventually grew to the point where Egypt's Ministry of Antiquities had to release a statement to the public saying, quote, the liquid is neither juice for the mummies that <laughs> contains the elixir of life, or is it red mercury? It's only sewage water. <laughs> you don't know that. They don't know that. They Nobody knows know that. that. Unless someone's drunk it, they don't know what it is. They don't know. According to like, the- I'm
1: sorry, Mr. Expert. Have you drunk a lot of sewage water that you, I guess you know what it looks like? So,
0: oh, you haven't? You've never drunk a drop in your life? Then you don't know what it is. Then it could be mummy juice. Unlike me, who's drunk literally liters of the shite building up my tolerance i've become basically immortal already through drinking it
1: because i don't want to die when i drink the
0: mummy juice so you know it's sewer water of course it looks like it it smells like it and i would know i said i've drunk a lot of sewage water in my time according to the environment protection agency in the u.s an average of seven million people a year suffer from illness caused by exposure to sewage but there is zero research into the effects of exposure to mummy milk, the forbidden juice.
1: <laughs> you got to stop calling it mummy milk. You <laughs> can't call it that. I'm happy to continue the podcast. We got to find a different name. Milf juice might have been better. Milf juice.
0: Milf juice. The skeletons and the red liquid were both examined and tested. The skeletons now I believe are in a museum. Hmm. And I think I am right to state the red liquid of the dead uh, was poured out on the road. What? <laughs> yeah. They poured the liquid gold into the street? I can't believe it either, brother. It's a it's a, it goes without saying how livid I am. Now, I think it did go through some testing to so they could try and find out <laughs> what it was. So you know that they siphoned off vile little vials of it right. you know
1: um some sort of super soldier serum if you will
0: Yeah mother Jurassic Park style in like a fake shaving cream can (laughs) is like a whole vial of this is of this forbidden juice got it um while they like pour pour out all the rest they're like oh leave it leave it no it's it's just sewage it's sewage um but they got it they got the samples they've taken them back
1: and meanwhile in the streets of Cairo underneath the the ground there's solid gold jacked rats running around down there with ancient egyptian powers
0: oh yeah i mean you pour that thing anywhere near a graveyard and the dead are coming back to life well let's take a step backwards and look at some of the theories as to what the juice is and why people want to drink it as we stated before some people think that this red liquid itself is the elixir of life Hmm. some sort of immortality potion That when consumed by you would prolong your life to the point where it's everlasting or maybe you know a shot every month keeps you young and then if you stop you'll die. But uh, they are under the belief that yes this is some this mystical magical mummy juice that will make you live possibly forever. It is possible. I mean,
1: we talked about Tutankhamun on the podcast before. We know a little bit about what the ancient Egyptians used to do in their burial rites. It was all about burying you with items that would aid you in the next life. You might be buried with the riches of your lifetime. Yeah. Um, you know, to pay for the boat that would take you into the land of the dead. Yeah, the coin, the gold coin. Could it be that? they were buried with the elixir to life. Maybe the elixir was given to them too late, obviously. <laughs> yeah. um, but they thought that it might
0: aid them in some way to, to get across to where they needed to go. Exactly. That's a, that's a great point. Some other people believe it will possess the drinker and unleash a mummy-style curse that will bring about the end of the world. <laughs> now, I think, I think this is what uh, the original petition was more in favor of, because it's ah. let us drink it, so we can finally die
1: right it's almost like we we've got to fulfill a prophecy here
0: exactly and you know it's not enough to just open the sarcophagus to unleash a mummy style curse but drinking this this delicious forbidden liquid of the dead will um cause some sort of mummy possession and unleash a earth-shattering devastating uh, apocalyptic ancient egyptian style ending that will just wipe out the entire earth and uh, finally put all of this to to end.
1: Interesting. I mean, from watching The Mummy Returns starring Brendan Fraser, I kind of am reminded of Imhotep. And I imagine that maybe through drinking this uh, cursed juice, you maybe take on some kind of imhotep style curse i know that he was able to turn himself into a sandstorm right right yeah he could kind of unleash biblical plagues it seemed like i don't really know what he wanted but he seemed (laughs) to want whatever this juice wants
0: exactly yeah and i mean there's got to be a reason why they put the juice in the coffin you know maybe it was to preserve it until this year when it was unleashed so it could be drunk by someone
1: and listen Maybe it is sewer juice. Do you think that those... Listen, ancient Egyptians built the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Do you know that in the Great Pyramid, it's something like you can't slide a sheet of paper in between any of those stones? They are are engineered to millimeter precision. Oh, yeah. You think they just left... A millimeter gap in this sarcophagus for sewer juice to pour through?
0: Hell no. That is a sewer juice
1: entry vent. Yeah, to get it in. To get it in and marinate
0: it and cook it over 2,000 (laughs) years until it's finally ripe and ready. I'm so glad you brought this up because this leads us into my theory about the whole thing. (laughs) Oh, the right one. This is the... Well, this is the right one. So what if this liquid this red liquid is some sort of elixir of life but instead of drinking it you soak in it ah it's like in space movies you know when you're about to go to light speed so that so everyone hops into their goo pods
1: right and you can cryo chamber
0: yeah you can travel for like 200 light years and it's been it's been you know years and years since you left earth but you pop out of the goo totally fine what if that crack kit didn't let the red water in, but instead accidentally let it all out. What? What if all three bodies were supposed to be submerged in the mummy juice and preserved so they could live for hundreds of thousands of years, but that accidental crack drained the juice from it, dehydrating the mummies? So
1: you think that they pioneered some sort of preservation technology we've not seen before, Yeah. but that... Until the juice leaked out, there were perfectly preserved bodies in there. Oh, yeah. Maybe even alive. Oh, yeah. Maybe they, th- that was it. They were just like, I want to see the year 3000. Put
0: me under. They do. Six feet straight down with the everlasting mummy juice. They're like, great. When we are discovered, we'll be totally preserved. They didn't realize there was a crack at the bottom. The juice drained out and they died, they died down instantly. there. Yeah. yeah. Buried alive. I'll go one step further. What if the what if the Egyptians actually came from space and the sarcophagus was a UFO? A what crash if, landed? What if that son of a bitch crash-landed, cracked the side, oh, shit. And their life juice poured out. All the other pharaohs, the ones that built the pyramids, their juice stayed in the in the sarcophagus. So they all got out and they were fine and it was great. They were like, oh what happened to Dave, Chris, and Michael? Like, I don't know, we lost contact with their sarcophagus. It crashed, got buried in sand, and the red liquid drained out. What, what happened to Boy Prince Michael? <laughs> he should have been here by now. He was really excited to see Earth. <laughs> there's a lot of theories. You know, there's a lot of theories, and and honestly, I don't think we'll ever know what this beautiful forbidden nectar does until someone drinks it and i know we said that it was poured out on the streets but there is there's no a vial. way there's a vial there's a vial somewhere there's
1: a t-virus style vial
0: yeah and i think if if someone does drink it if it doesn't bring up about the end of the world and it turns out to be just sewage water it's gonna bring about the end of their world because <sighs> they'll die i think i think either way whoever drinks it is gonna die yeah, it's kind of beautiful. If it's from the curse itself, if it's because they're drinking 2,000-year-old... <laughs> bin water. Skeleton-infested bin water. You're going to die either way, I think, which I, is beautiful.
1: And I think that's something we can all agree on. Yeah. Scientists, skeptics, believers alike, you and, will f-ing die if you drink it.
0: And the best part is, is even if it is sewage water and someone drinks it and dies from sewage water related illnesses you can't tell me that's not a pharaoh's curse it's a curse it's It's a curse curse. hands down it's a curse you could say they literally you can see the bacteria dissolving their body from the inside i'm like yeah the curse is getting them pretty hard It's like they've got violent uh, diarrhea and they're vomiting everywhere. That's the body trying to get rid of the curse, trying to get it out, flush the curse out. This
1: is you as a doctor talking to your patients. It's like, please, Dr. Powers, please dress my wounds. They're bleeding. (laughs) Yeah, the curse got nicked you pretty bad, I see. (laughs) Good luck with that. Not touching you, cursed
0: bitch. (laughs) They like hook him up to an IV drip. Get (laughs) slap. Get that out of here. I needed an Egyptian priestess, some crushed beetles and water from the nile (laughs) he was a normal doctor until the other day i swear (laughs) well because it's a bonus episode luckily we don't have to come down on a conclusion which is what i love but i think hopefully we're on the same page here we're never gonna find out what this thing is and what this thing is capable of until somebody drinks it unfortunately which i know we got the area 51 raid coming up i mean If I'm, if I was a betting man, I'd say that's where the vial is probably, uh, behind sealed doors, uh, in one of the area 51 chambers, you
1: know, that they, in a high tech facility, they're trying to reverse engineer the milf juice. (laughs) They are trying to work out its chemical components. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there's a scientist, you know, and he thinks he's nailed it and he, he's taking like a little, uh, dropper pipette. One tiny drop of the of the red juice, the milf juice. Yeah, adding it to a, a frothing uh, beaker to test it. As soon as that drop hits the beaker, it just blows him backwards. Explosion! It just splits the f- atom. The amount of energy in this thing.
0: Oh yeah, and he's like, he's he, his body just dissolves. Yeah, yeah, and then behind the cl- the the bulletproof glass is some sort of general, and he looks down his notepad and crosses out. a a name that's like 305 because that's how many times they've done this a million times they've lost 304 scientists before this they're going through them now the scientists don't even want to go into area 51 anymore because buses are going in (laughs) full and coming out empty (laughs) (laughs) it's really worrying stuff so yeah i think uh i think what we need to do is locate the, the the surviving vials and, and really just drink it. I think, you know what? Instead of a yes or a no, this week it should be, Kit, would you drink the the
1: milf juice, yes or no? Boy, I mean, that's that actually puts it in a really different way. I think any self-respecting uh, paranormal investigator is going to hold their nose and don it in one.
0: Absolutely. I, I think I would straight up just uh, beer bong it. You you know, put, put it just all on the top there and I'll do it in about three seconds. I think... I'd think i like to hope that anyone that's listening to a bonus episode would plug their nose and chug it. Chug it like an absolute bro. Because that's the sort of sacrifices we have to make if you want to be part of the paranormal commune. I hope we're all on the same page here. We need to kickstart this change.org petition and we need to drink the dark red liquid at the bottom of the cursed sarcophagus. It's
1: been a few years since the petition was started. I know the Interior Ministry of uh, Antiquities... In uh, Egypt, got back and said it was bullshit. But I think if we ramp it up now, oh yeah, we'll get some political traction on this.
0: Pull oh, some strings. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Woo. my god, I remember that one. That was a good one. Um, wow, guys, I hope you enjoyed a little sample of the um, the bonus episodes. As we said, if you do enjoy it, there are 28 other episodes in the backlog available on patreon.com. Hope you're all staying healthy. Hope you're all staying safe. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed this little taste. And as always, we will see you next week with a brand new paranormal story. See you then.
2: Hold up. What was that?